Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, lay back. Grab yourself a beanbag chair if you have, and just listen as we have a conversation about the ordinary. One thing that we strive for is that our conversation will be less than fascinating so that you can just drift off. Thank you for joining us. We hope you will listen and sleep. We hope you will follow us on Twitter at Listen and Sleep. I'm your host, Marco Timpano, and Joining me on tonight's podcast is a dear friend of mine. You've heard us mention her before on previous podcasts. Welcome, Dale Boyer, to the Insomnia Project. Hello. Dale, we have mentioned not only yourself, but your family on previous podcasts. Oh, I'm honored. You are my car expert. I've I know I've known you for I don't know how long, easily over a decade and a half. I, I believe say. I have a special title. Okay. Um as your car consigliere. That's right. I believe you are my car, car consigliere. I always if there's ever an issue with my car, you're the first person I call. Again, very honored. Mm. Well, and it comes with good reason. Your dad is mechanic? He is. And tell me, when is the earliest recollection you've had learning about cars? I come from a family of car people. Okay. My dad is a mechanic. Mm -hmm. My uncle was a body man. Oh. So together they could fix any aspect of the car. But they were into motorcycles. My dad owned many different cars. And there was always a sense of pride when it came to the automobiles that my family had. So even as a little kid, I knew I wasn't allowed to touch the car or put a bag on the car or sit on the car as some people may do with their children so probably that learning the rules of how not to ruin the paint job of a car was the first recollection you have or not to slam the door of the car and then when did when was the first sort of tactical piece of advice or something that you knew about a car that your dad had instilled on you Um, and what was that piece of advice my dad would tell me things all the time okay. about the car. Um, even when I was a kid, and 
I know that this is not something you're supposed to do, but my dad would put me on his lap and let me drive in the parking lot. Or Back then it wasn't as bad as <laughs> This is true. I remember a time when you seatbelts were optional. So. Exactly. I had, actually, my mother was telling me the other day, I had one of the first car seats. Really? Yeah, baby car seats. Oh, there you go. And there's a picture of me um, in this plastic Tupperware, okay. basically, with a seatbelt. Oh, we've got to get this picture so we can tweet it. I would love okay. to find it for you. We need to send a special hello to Lynn Boyer. <laughs> yes. Because uh, she's one of my favorite people. But and, anyways, and safety first. So she, that was very great. Yes, she, she was taking care of her daughter okay. by putting her in this newfangled plastic bucket, right. um, essentially. But yeah, um, my dad has always told me about cars, and there's always a lot of conversations about cars sure my father has a rule now oh i like this i'm actually going to write this rule uh, oh you're, well it's not that it's type a, of rule if you tell me your dad has a cardinal rule dale was one of those people that you know you have those friends that if they tell you something you don't question and you do it so and i often tell i'll tell dale i'll call her up i'm like dale here's something you need to get it's changed my life and sure enough she'll be like ordered it, got it. You're one of those people, and I only have a handful, maybe less than a handful, of friends who when they tell you something, you know that what they're saying is sound. I'm and you nervous should... now. No, no. It's not that type of rule. Fair enough. It's a personal rule. Fair enough. That when my dad fixes my car, mm -hmm. I have to sit with him. Okay. And talk. But what a great way to learn. Yes. If you've had to do that all your life. And I have. You've, you've surely picked up things yes. by osmosis. It's like my mother's a hairdresser. Mm -hmm. And so growing up, she had a salon. I was always around it. But you don't realize what you innately or inertly learn. Yes. And so back in the day, I don't know if you remember, French braids were really in I style. I do. I so do. she would do weddings and she would do like a ton of French braids. If you asked me to French braid your hair, mm -hmm. I could. And I don't know what I'm doing. I just was around it my entire life. In grade eight, for my graduation, mm -hmm. I had a French braid with ribbons in it. Well, I remember a time where you would French braid baby breaths. You know mm -hmm. that flower that you often see with uh, carnations? Yes, it's like a sprinkle of flower. Yeah, it's like a little tiny circle of sponge on on a twig. Yes. I could I could French braid that into your hair. Oh, I want you to. Maybe I for will. For sure. But let's hear this rule. That's the rule. Oh, that's the rule. Yeah, that was the rule. Unfortunately, okay, it was just a rule that... But listen, if you ever want my dad to do something for your car... And you've mentioned this before. You need to sit with him. Well... I've learned so much about cars. I know a lot about cars... But I am not a mechanic. I have learned much more about my car thanks to you, so I totally mm. get that, Roger. And sometimes I'll be in your car and I'll say, what's that noise? Oh, that's like... I feel like it's in the back this corner. I'll call Dale and I'll be like, "I it's making this sound and it feels like this. Mm -hmm. And she will give me a diagnosis. And then what she often does is she'll call her dad and the next day she'll say, my dad said this. You should ask the mechanic this when you bring it in. Sometimes you just need mm -hmm. that technical term sure. to show a mechanic that you 
kind of know what you're talking about or care enough to know what you're talking about. Right. And that sometimes will just be the difference between getting good work and being taken advantage of. There you go. And you know what's interesting is that you are the person I know, my my closest friend that knows the most about cars. And we mentioned this on on the radio on the podcast, I should say, uh, couple of podcasts ago a couple episodes ago and how it's not it's interesting it's an interesting gender unbiased mm-hmm. that it's like no the person i know that knows the most about cars is my buddy dale and once again your name is yes. a, a gender neutral name yes. so people assume it's male if, if they don't know you yes. and they'll be like can you ask him and like i'll ask her and they'll be like what, what? i'm like yeah she knows about cars get over it i will say mm-hmm. i had my my probably proudest car moment oh, okay. last year i need and to hear I this think, i feel like i may have told you but i'm going to embellish now and tell Please. you the whole i um had had a long day shooting something mm-hmm. dale's an actor i should let uh, our listeners know so i had been on set all day mm-hmm. and i had amazing hair and makeup my head looked amazing okay because you had it professionally done by a stylist and a yes. hair, hair person and it wasn't it. going to move in the wind it was TV hair. Right. So TV they, they, face. They, they mat your face down with makeup so it looks great on camera. Yeah. They get your hair in such a way that it looks great, and then they just spray it down so it doesn't move. Yeah. So that they, you can do take after take after take. It has to stay consistent. So, so you, you were looking camera beautiful. Camera beautiful. Mm-hmm. Full day. Very tired. I left the shoot. I had driven there in my own car, and I got a flat tire oh because of beyond dumbness um a little bit on my own part mm-hmm. i will take some responsibility sure. for it um but mostly due to construction that mm-hmm. was not clearly labeled marked or indicated there was a problem so i got a flat tire Ugh. and i was in a very crowded place in toronto that you can't uh, it was a mess okay and so i had to pull into this transport truck uh, depot depot, okay and all these construction men were like that's a flat you're gonna be this that you're in trouble now and just basically telling this beautiful woman that she was in trouble with this flat my ego went crazy. Good. And I was like, I'll show you. I'm going to change this tire on the side of this highway with this amazing hair and face. In a transport depot. In so a it's, transport you're depot. Not, you're not in a trendy area of Toronto at this point. No. You're in a... I'm in like a warehousey okay. place that you would cut through when you don't want to go on the highway. Okay. And I had... Uh, recently had a baby. Okay. So I was like six months from having a baby. Right. And I thought, I will change this tire and show you that I will change it. And I did. And I did it. And all these transport workers were watching you during Yes, this. all the construction workers. Okay. And I'm sure, I don't know, I Fair. can only imagine that sure. they were like, get a load of this. Right. And I was like, I'm putting the donut on. And I'm like, and it's difficult sometimes to get the nut 
off of oh, the wheel. I, I don't know if I could do it. You, I had to kick it with my foot. Okay. But I got that donut on, and I drove that car home. And for our listeners that don't know what a donut is, it's the spare tire that you have, usually in your trunk under the flap of carpet or whatnot. That's true. And it's very easy to change a tire. There you go. Anybody can do it. That's what I love about Dale. You often will say, you can do this. It's not that hard. You can do it. And you will tell me, like, I think I had to change the um, antifreeze in the... In the um, radiator one time oh yeah and you were like do this this is all you gotta do you can do it and you can do it and because of that i've been a much better i don't know what you'd call it but i i've felt much more confident with my car and um about my car and being and say and i've saved money as a result of it absolutely Mm -hmm. absolutely you know uh another thing that you taught me and if if you um do want a proper sort of point that I hold here write this one down you were the one who told me that your tires are the only thing keeping you from the ground yes. get good tires my father says it's the six inches that is between you and the road so take care of your tires good tires take care take of your good tires. care of them make sure they're properly inflated mm-hmm. because you don't want to inflate them too much what happens if you do that you wear out the tread on the middle of the tire, right? And you and if it's low, mm-hmm. you wear out the t- tread on the outside of the tire. I see. Um, and you want that tread to go evenly, as well. When you take your snow tires off right. and put your, you know, summer all, all season tires on, you should mark those tires. Oh, this so, I didn't know. So so that you know, the front go on the back and the back go on the front. So you're basically rotating your tires with oh. the seasons so they wear so evenly. How, how would you mark them would you just get a marker and mark front on your front yeah, tires? it's like a white wax pen or wax something and you can just write you know fl or okay whatever. so what i would do is when i remove these all seasons that i currently have to yes. put on my to put on my winter tires yes i would mark them with a wax pen and then the ones i mark front Next year, when I put the re put them on, I put them in the back. Put them on the back. Okay. Interesting thing. Sure. I have a Civic. Mm -hmm. Honda. Honda Civic. Mm -hmm. And the Civic year and model that I have has a problem, has a design flaw in the back axle of the car that means that I need to get alignments more often because it wears down my tires irregularly. Oh, wow. Because of this design flaw. And I didn't get my act together quickly enough to get part of the class action lawsuit. Well, that's too bad. It's too bad. I wanted part of it, too, because I had had to buy tires because my tires wore out unevenly. Because another interesting thing Mm -hmm. about tires is that they don't actually go flat on the ground. They're either tilted in a little bit, depending on the make and the model of the car. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So when you get an alignment done, Mm -hmm. this is what my father has always said, you want to get an alignment done to the make and model of your car. So it would be best to bring your car into the de- a dealership that would sell your it's, car? It's one of the only things that I ever heard my dad say go to the dealership for. Uh-huh. Now listen, 
lots of people have many opinions about cars. Sure. And I am not a mechanic. Fair. But I am a mechanic's daughter who has a good memory. That's great. And I am not a hairdresser, but I am the son of a hairdresser Mm -hmm. who also has a good memory. So if you want to um, find out more about Camera Beautiful Dale, you can go to her uh, Twitter, at Dale. Now, this is where it gets a little bit confusing, or not confusing, controversial, at Dale Boyer. B-O-Y-E-R. That's correct. And the reason I say that is, once again, we mentioned, because you're a dear friend of mine, we've mentioned, we mentioned people all the time. I mentioned Amanda at least once on every episode, but we mentioned your name and Nidhi, who is from Montreal original, originally, asked me, is it Boyer or Boyer? Mm-hmm. Which is it? It's both. Okay. It's both. Right. I've embraced it okay. as both. My... Boyer is the French version mm-hmm. of Boyer, and my family, my dad's side of the family, is French Canadian. Right. And they say Boyer. But in Ontario, mm-hmm. when you're Anglo and you don't speak French or sure. use it at all, it turns into Boyer. Right. So my family will often use Boyer. I see. However, um, with I have a unisex first name. Right. So sometimes I use Boyer, mm-hmm. and often when I'm doing something professionally, I'll use Boyer. Right. Um, because it just feels nicer with the unisex name, okay. I personally feel. And if it can go either way, I've decided to embrace all aspects of the last name and not feel like every time I use one, I should be using the other. Forget it. I have two last names. There you go. Yeah. And let me ask you this. What was it like growing up with a gender neutral name or name that could be both male or female? I didn't like it when I was little. Right. I really wanted the name like Crystal or Samantha. Right. Um, Now that I'm older, I very much like my name. You're not a Crystal. I'm not a Crystal. I'm a Dale. Right through and through the one thing that i have happened to me pretty much my whole life has been i go to appointments Mm -hmm. or meetings with people who have never met me and often i'll notice for example i'll go get a massage sure and i'll be waiting in the waiting room and it'll be 10 minutes past when i'm scheduled time and i'll see the massage therapist like looking around and I'll say, I'm Dale. And they'll go, oh, okay. Like as if they weren't looking for right. a man, which they were. And then they'll come out and say, oh, sorry about the wait. And I'll be like, I know. Right. You were looking for somebody else. And that's okay. I'm here. And away we go. It's like my last name is Timpano. And what will often happen to me is, you know, you're on the phone and they'll say, or you'll be someone that like you'll be at a doctor's office and they'll say last name, and I always dread that because inevitably when I say my last name Tim Pano, they'll think I'm saying my first and my last name, so they'll oh. look up Pano or they'll, they'll write Pano and think my first name is Tim. Mm-hmm. So now I've gotten into the habit of people will say last name, I'll say starts with the letter T, so that they already type that in. Interesting. And then I'll say Tim Pano, first name Marco, right away. So they realize it's not Tim Pano. I love that. Yeah. I love the adjustments we use to give our names to people. Mm-hmm. I often get people saying back to me, 
Gale. Okay. Like Gale, um, which I'm obviously not. So I will often say Dale, like the chipmunk. Of, of, of Chip and Dale. Yeah. And it also kind of beats them to the punch. Right. I don't have to hear them say, oh, like Chip and Dale. Or Marco Polo. Marco, like Marco Polo. Yeah. I get that often. I love these like small adjustments. Sure. Whenever I make a order, I mm. always use Boyer. Okay. Because it's just easier, easier. to spell. Uh, what do you get on your Starbucks? You know how they'll write your name on a Starbucks coffee? Yes. I, I always get my name. However, okay. and I believe you have had Melanie Tapson yes, on your podcast. If I am with Melanie, I will always order Susan. Okay. And I try to beat her to say Susan before she can say Susan. Just because it's a thing you guys have. It's, you and Melanie are very good friends. I actually met Melanie through you. Yeah. So... So I, it has been a very long-standing joke between us. So we usually try to use Susan. I get Markle, like Sparkle with an M. Did I ever tell you that? I did. Yeah, I get, really like that. I get Markle. Markle. Yeah. Markle. We should Google Markle and see and see and if see. there's Markles out there. I think it's a great stage name. Markle. Markle. I always thought Dale Boyer was a name no one would have. Okay. Like a Dale seems like a southern name for a man. Okay. And Boyer is French. And now I've come to realize that there are dozens of us. Oh, have you Googled your name and seen who's out there? Yes. And I who's have. who's out there? I'll tell you who who has Marco Timpano. My favorite one okay. that comes up is a man who has just if you do a Google search for mm -hmm. images, it's a man who has just shot and killed a turkey. <laughs> okay. And he's holding the turkey's feathers up in display. Um, I made that my profile picture for a while. Amazing. Because it's so far from who I am. But you do like turkey. I love turkey. I eat a lot of turkey. What do you mean by a lot of turkey? I, I eat turkey multiple times a week. Okay. Because I don't eat beef or pork. So turkey is your go-to protein. Yeah. Yeah. As are eggs. And one thing about Dale mm. is, of everyone I know, not only does she have that car knowledge, she cooks a mean egg. Any type of egg. So then I have to ask you this, because this is driving me crazy, Dale. Mm -hmm. I cannot crack an egg. I cannot. I crack eggs. And I just make a mess. Either shells get in, mm -hmm. and it's just a recent thing. It's it's almost like I have some sort of chronic egg problem. You've lost the touch. I've lost the touch. I, I crack it. Egg goes in. I crack it on the side of a bowl. Are you trying drips. to do it with one hand? I try single hand. I try double hand. I even try using a spoon to crack it as opposed to cracking it on a surface. Okay. And I just make a mess. Much like parallel parking, I think you're overthinking it. Is that it? Yeah. Because you know how sometimes mm -hmm. you just lose your parallel parking for like six months? I know that for me. I'm like, I can't park okay. for six months. And then it comes back, and then I'm amazing at parking again. But just for a strange amount of time, I just lose it. Okay. Um, and I feel like that's what's happened with you and eggs. But you said, you asked me, do you do it with one hand or two? I do it with two. Okay. 
I don't, I, I can't crack an egg with one hand, but that doesn't diminish the excellence that I cook an egg with. What's your secret, secret to a fried egg? The pan has to be hot. A hot pan? Yeah. And a fresh egg too. I know, but a fresh egg isn't going to go so wide. Okay. The wider an egg goes in the pan, the older it is. Oh, is, I didn't know that. I I don't know if it's an old wives' tale. Sure. But that's what I've known. I have asked some chefs I know, and they say, oil in the pan. Make Always. sure there's a lot. Like Too if much. you use butter or oil, I'm now using coconut oil. I make a little pool. I make sure that... Too much oil. Too, so defer to too much oil in the pan. There's a reason why we go to restaurants mm-hmm. and things taste amazing. It's too much oil. Okay. Just I like cook with too much, too much oil. And you'll be fine. Yeah. What's your favorite way to have eggs? I love poached eggs. I love a poached egg. It's so good. Soft, medium, or hard? I I like them pretty soft. Without and the white goo This is why, Dale, you and I are friends. I know. Because I love a soft poached egg. And it's not an easy thing to do. No. And if you're having brunch with friends and they order medium or hard, yeah. chances are yours are going to come out medium and That's hard. That's true. So I always watch to see what other people order, or I That's specifically ask, good. and I say, I, I need them soft. That's good thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The trick I use at home to per- to make the perfect poached egg okay. is when I crack the egg into the water, I push the toast down on the toaster, oh, I see. and when the toast pops up, my poached egg is done. Oh, that's that's pretty amazing. Do you know that, I don't know if you do this, but when you poach an egg, before you crack the egg into the, the hot water, mm-hmm. stir the water, crack the egg, yes. what it'll do is it'll allow the egg to sort of turn on itself yes. so it stays intact And more. a little bit of vinegar in the vinegar. water. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I love and a poached egg. I love a poached egg with hollandaise sauce. A benny is one of my favorite things. It gives me a stomach ache. Yeah. Oh, does it? I need it on the side. I see. It's too rich. It's too rich? Yeah. Mm. I have a delicate disposition. Hey, listen. As long as you know what you like, Mm -hmm. that's the most important thing with everything. Especially with food. Because I would really like to um, explore this in a podcast on going to restaurants. People are sometimes intimidated with regards to wine or how Mm -hmm. to order. As long as you know what you like, that's half the battle. Yeah. And just order i know when i go out with my husband mm-hmm. to a restaurant if i look at the menu and i see the thing that i don't want the most that's what my husband's gonna order oh there you go every time well you know we're gonna send a shout out to trevor your yes. husband one to your father roger yes to your mother lynn great and to your little baby who's adorable edie and this will probably be the first time her name is mentioned on a podcast. I think it is. But it won't be the last. I'll no. tell you that much. To find out more about Dale, go to at Dale Boyer. She will be a returning guest, I can promise you, on the Insomnia Project. Thank you, Dale. My pleasure. As always, the Insomnia Project is produced by Drumcast Production, and we're recording this episode from Toronto. <laughs> <laughs>